It was a little song by Anthony. He works in the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> He's saving his pennies for someday. <laughs> so my um. <laughs> But Mama Leone left a note on the door. <laughs> yeah. Working too hard will give you a heart attack. Ek, 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 ek. <laughs> you all know by now. Yeah. <laughs> you can pay Uncle Sam with your overtime. What's that? You can pay Uncle Sam with your overtime. Mm-hmm. Is that all you get for your money? Yep. Um, but if that's what you have in mind. And if that's what you're all about. Good luck moving up. Because <laughs> I'm moving <laughs> up. Out. Yep. End of an era. <laughs> yeah, that's right. This is the last the last podcast to be recorded in uh in this this house. Yeah. I'm gonna say uh I was I who's who's sat in this chair that I'm sitting in? Anyone like Obama esque? <laughs> uh, uh does an Obama impersonator count? No. Um <laughs> uh there's a lot of people who've sat there. Well, like you sat there. I sat here. Jason Woodbury sat, sat a, there. I actually sat in like an upper seat, if I recall. That's true. I used I to bring over in. You. <laughs> I used to. I used to bring in a chair from the kitchen, but then um, I had. Uh, I was being told that. That was when our bromance started. Yeah, we just um, there wasn't. Why am I not getting a ton of sound? Um, that they weren't super comfortable is what I was being told. So on the high chair. Yeah. Okay. Which is why I went with that chair. Cause I thought it was a little more comfortable, mm-hmm. but apparently not so much. Well, I learned from you. Well, it's, um, well, keep in mind that my girth with my girth, um, my ass kind of falls through everything. Gotcha. <laughs> so, um, well, yeah, we'll, we'll check out the new chair situation. Yeah. Are we going to record next week? Well, this is the last episode of the season. Of I know. the season, and we keep talking about hiatuses and well, floor episodes. Yeah, are we going to take a hiatus though? I mean, do we want to deprive the fork buddies of our dulcet tones? I mean, should give them a couple weeks. <clears throat> they got. You do realize, like last week, they got double the Jared and double double the Jason. Not so much because we typically do about an hour and a half to hour forty five minutes. They got the equivalent of a polar pop <laughs> of forkness. <laughs> yeah, but there's there's so much to do. I know. There I is. mean, I'm I'm down I'm down to clown with the fork buddies. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. And we'll let you guys know. Yeah. Here on What the Fork. Hey. <laughs> Intro time. It's yeah. worth the fork. I'm Jared. I'm Jason. And uh, yeah, this is the show. Yeah, we did 25 episodes. Do we do like a, do we get like a special guest or do like a? Well, well, this is 26 technically, but we didn't do anything special for our 25th episode. This is true. Like, do we get like um, like do we try to get like a special guest or do we do like a montage? <laughs> Speaking of montages. This episode is full of them. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um I don't know. Do we get do we get uh do we get something for fifty maybe? Okay. Do we get because we know we have to hit fifty regardless. D- do we go into syndication? 
I, I think <laughs> six seasons why, and movies. What's, <laughs> yeah, what's, uh, what's, what's, uh, what's at 50? I don't know. I just know with Marin, every 50 episodes with Marin, you get like, um, you get like either a special cool guest or well, you he, get a montage. Every hundred episodes with him, you do. Or an interview with your parents. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 So do we call your mom in? Oh, boy. That actually would be kind of fun. I, yeah, my mom has a degree in philosophy. Yeah. Um, so, and almost a doctorate in philosophy, actually. <laughs> I remember the time we always tried to get my dad. I do. <laughs> yeah. I was down. I was down up until the point when he said he's never watched the show. But then he watched an episode. Then he watched an episode, but I felt like it would just be... I don't know. We'll see. So, we'll we'll see what uh, what the future holds for for what the fork. So, because you know, I should have listened to you because you're the because you are the podcast expert. <laughs> you have the awards. You have the plaques. <laughs> you have the acclaim. The accolades. The ladies. The uh, I ride you know. your coattails. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Um, <laughs> That none of none of that is true. Well, that that's actually that's not true. There is a plaque. I wonder who gets custody of the plaque. I should find out who gets custody of the plaque. Hmm. 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 Indeed. So, sorry to bring it down. For uh, that's okay. Days. I'm gonna bring it back up again. Okay. I'm gonna bring it up. So, um, I know we talked last week about like doing some like movies and other things. Yes. Remember yeah. I sent you the uh, the, the ringer three. link. Yeah, yeah. One, well, I you you kindly reminded me that you have sent it before, and I think we talked about it briefly. But this was prior to us being at that point in the show where it was between mm-hmm. seasons two and three, right? And now we're at season three. Yes, indeed. And I, I'm curious. Okay, so tell me some of your thoughts on this whilst I go ahead and investigate if there's a release date yet for season three on Netflix. Okay, so I'm actually going to pull up the article here, but um, I'm trying to do it far away. And gosh, you put this thing on vibrate. <laughs> <laughs> um, Um, no silence no silence because there's no editing man (laughs) yes yes i'm aware say something quick (laughs) yes i'm aware you don't edit (laughs) um so we did i know defending your life is on it so we did decide that um defending your life is should be something that we watch and discuss um i do um i'm not sure that i want to um I want to read No Exit by Jean-Paul Sartre. Or Sartre. 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 I'm sure yeah. it's some though, something, some French pronunciation like that. that though I'm not apparently doing it's a quick, engrossing, horrifying read. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's. I'm sure it's much quicker than uh, than Infinite Jest. Well, yeah, I haven't even cracked open that one yet. So I'm too busy reading book club books. Let's see. And not finishing them. Is that right? Yeah. I'm what kidding. have you most recently uh, not finished? So I most recently finished, not finished, Lost Children Archive. I don't, I'm not familiar with that one. Um, it's new. Yeah. Um, and I'm about to not finish Bull Away by <laughs> Elizabeth McCracken. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Yeah. I'm about to not finish. Yeah, about to not finish that little thing. Either. Well done. Yeah. yeah. Um, we could also, um, I'm not sure if I want to read Super Sad True Love Story by uh, Gary. Gary Steingart. Steingart. But I did read Late Success, speaking of book club books. And? I like that book a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Uh, you know what? Finding the time to read, I don't know, maybe maybe reading for an assignment is the way to break me out of, um, you know, but <laughs> that's the thing is that if anybody, uh, and, and rightfully so, if anybody who um, who listens to this show has submitted their manuscript to Hoot and Waddle <laughs> and hasn't heard back yet, they're going to be like, what the fuck are you doing reading some other book? <laughs> if you're reading my book. Exactly. And um, we're already behind on those. But it, um, It's funny because I was... Actually, this, this afternoon I was speaking with a um, someone uh, for an upcoming article, and we were talking about books, just chewing crap about five books. And I'm pretty sure she read a book that I had read. And oh no, because it's a play. That's right. Yeah, go ahead. Um, and I said I feel really silly because all the books every year for a book club, and like, oh, but it keeps me. It reading. keeps you reading. Yeah. And she could relate because she's a reporter and is very busy. So when she reads something, she feels like she's accomplished something. So I'm curious. No Exit is a play. Do we want... Let's see. Is No Exit public domain? Do you want to try to do the play on What the Fork? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we should do that. Got to find out if it's public domain, though. Okay. Um, well, it's. Does do the French have that? I I don't know. I definitely think we should watch Little Nicky. Why? Because, I mean, maybe time's been good to it. <laughs> it seems highly doubtful. It seems more like time has probably been pretty horrible to it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you do get Harry Winkler covered in bees. That's Henry. Henry Winkler. That's why I said, didn't I? You said Harry. Oh, I meant Henry. Harry Winkler sounds like somebody's porn name. <laughs> I'm just saying. Hey, um, can I borrow your credit card number? <laughs> Absolutely not. Go. It's okay, because I already did. God damn it. Got some porn. <laughs> not really. Harry Winkler. <laughs> um, I think we should also watch Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Or Hedwig. Just because I haven't watched it in a long time. Susu, stop biting my, stop biting my leg. So on, so Fork Buddies on this, um, on the Ringer before season three started, there is a syllabus of what to read and watch before the show makes its return. And one of the items, a couple of the items that they think that would be good for prep would be No Exit, which is a play by John Paul, fancy French last name, mm-hmm. um, Salt. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, Defending Your Life by Albert Brooks, which... Which is one of the... Yeah, great film. Mm -hmm. Absolutely brilliant film. Um, I'm curious, though. um, Side note. Have you seen anything of Albert Brooks's outside... Like, what's the last movie he did? Was it Looking for Comedy in the Muslim World? I think it might have been, actually. Yeah, I think that's the last film that he did. And I did not see that one. I didn't see that one yet. I've seen every other movie of his. I've missed a couple. I I haven't seen Mother. Mother's good. I haven't seen The Muse. Oh, I don't think I've seen that one. Um, I have seen, um, I think I saw Real Life, which is the the reality one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I saw um, True Romance. Yeah, 
um i've seen lost in america mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i've seen true romance you should um at the very least the um real the trailer for real life mm-hmm. is pretty funny yeah yeah it's we should wear 3d glasses <laughs> <laughs> well i mean it 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 uh you know it was ahead of its time mm-hmm. really i mean as it, all great comedy is yes so. Quite true. So we can't do no exit. It's um it's under copyright until twenty fifty. Okay. According to Reddit. And you know I, I, you gotta assume Reddit's correct, right? Otherwise Well, everything on the internet's correct. Yeah. It's all true. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't no why would people put it on there if it wasn't true? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just this morning. Okay. It recommends <laughs> the women by T C Boyle. And I really like T.C. Boyle's writing a whole lot. Okay. But his short fiction, I have yet to make it through one of his novels. Okay. I've tried a number of times. I tried World's End. I tried um, Friend of the Earth. I tried... Uh, I got, um, uh, Did I try Road to Wellville? I don't remember if I tried what, I've Road attempted, to Wellville or not. I've attempted Road to Wellville. He just... His, I'm not... I wasn't... Mind you, I was a teenager. Mm. I thought I was you know, pre hoopty do. Yeah. Yeah. And hoopty do, um, huh? Yeah. That was pretty, you know, smart. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's, he's a fantastic writer. I, yeah. I, I just, if for some reason he, when he has the, uh, restriction, the, like the restrictive nature of a short story, mm-hmm. he just, he, I think he thrives within that medium, mm-hmm. but, Despite, I mean, and the women was hugely successful for him. It's the whole thing about Frank Lloyd Wright's mm-hmm. mistresses, I think. Yeah, there's um, been a few books about them. But I mean, it, it won awards. It mm-hmm. it sold very well. I remember it being pretty big. But um, I just, it, I having tried enough with his novels. I'm, I'm, I, I figure when you attempt to read a writer enough. And you find what you like about them. You just keep going with that. Yeah. And in T.C. Boyle's case, it's his short fiction is great. Mm-hmm. I find his novels to be unwieldy and a little plodding. Mm-hmm. But interesting ideas. But but know. do you think? Um. How um. Do, so you say you tried to read the women? Uh no, I did not try to read that okay. one. Do you think that? And that's a pretty recent novel of his, correct? Relatively recent, yeah. So, because um, then he did the one about Biosphere. With the Terranauts? Yes. I ended up getting that one. I still haven't read it, but I got it because I went to meet him at the Tucson Book Festival a couple mm-hmm. of years back. And uh, so I was like, I'll get the new book. Yeah. I'm just curious, like, do you think that, you know, him being a writer and, like, he's gotten better with age? No, I I don't think that people can evolve and get better at things. Oh, <laughs> great! There's no hope. Oh boy, don't send me down that rabbit hole. I will I will mine that all day. There is no hope. God damn it! I'm 41 years old. It's over for me now. <laughs> There's nothing. Yeah, thanks a lot. Beyond man. this lies nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we definitely. So. We definitely have, I think, agreed we should watch This Must Be The Place. Yes. Yeah. And we, I mean, we can do Defending Your Life. Yeah, I, I have a copy of Defending Your Life. I think we should, just because I haven't watched it in a really long time. Um, 
I watched it not that long ago, and to me, it still really holds up. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. Um, I once uh, to since I, I have a, a TC Boyle story, I'll tell you. I was I, this was early on in my bookstore career. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Literary Corner, starring Jeremy <laughs> Rand. Please, Jared, continue. It was back in 20-aught... Now what? Shit. Had to be like 20-aught... Four. 2004. The uh, year was 2004. 15 years ago. Uh, it was... Was it? Holy shit. Might have been 2000. I think this was pre-9-11. Was this four score and seven years ago? Fucking A. I think I think it was pre-9-11. Wow. Um, which I guess that makes sense because it's been a few years since I was since I worked in a bookstore. And I worked in a bookstore for 16 years. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And now you stock nearly bookstores 20. with your books. That is true. At the at, I eat my own tail now. <laughs> it's come full circle. Uh, the circle be unbroken. Um, uh, I'm sorry. Continue. Yeah, you derailed my conversation. The year was 2000. <laughs> the year 2000. In the year 2000. Uh, where's Andy Richter? No, so <laughs> I thought I just did Andy Richter. I think, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, which makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm not quite gangly enough or tall enough for Conan. Uh, but anyway, I met T.C. Boyle. Mm-hmm. He came into the store, say, proclaiming that he was the Dalai Lama. <laughs> Do you have the goatee? He he's always yeah I think he's, he's always, always had, had the, that, the goatee that, and the crazy orange hair yeah so like that Colonel Sanders thing he's got going kind of yeah. yeah he's like he reminds me in like because I I saw an author photo of him it had to be from like the seventies maybe early eighties and he still had the same like frizzy shock of orange hair and it put me in mind of Principal Strickland. From Back to the Future. <laughs> Didn't that guy ever have hair? Yeah. Um, McFly, you're McF- a loser. Yeah. <laughs> you're a slacker. Like, you're a slacker, just like you're your slacker. father. Yeah. <laughs> and he was a slacker, too. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So, was there anything else? Sorry, I was reminiscing. I went down Back to the Future Road. <laughs> Except, you know, to go back to the Back to the Future road, we don't need roads. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I this is this might be a little bit of a rough episode. I've had like three hours of sleep. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm a little little punchy. I've been doing all this packing. I've been going back and forth between here and the new place, mm. uh doing some like prep and making sure I had a few things there. The already f- the feedback on our variety size of an episode last week yes has been you and i have we're fighting like an old married couple what yeah what yeah i took it as a compliment sure yeah. whatever it means that we're 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 and here we are still together yeah oh. 
even though I almost quit you last week. <laughs> what was it over? Oh, if we don't need oh. to bring that up. Oh, yeah, because Murray is better than Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> I try not to bring it up, but. Yeah, but I, I wasn't going to have any of that. Yeah. All right, so we're 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 here at the end of season two. Mm-hmm. You know, we did, it, guys. We we did it. Mission accomplished. No, that's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, technically boy. we're half. If... Little does anybody know that we're actually not recording. You know, the last podcast recording in the in the uh, in the uh, in the Hootenwaddle home. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are we are on a, an aircraft carrier. And uh, somebody has lowered a banner <laughs> saying "Mission accomplished." Um, oh, look! There's the president <laughs> saying things that aren't true. Yep, mm-hmm. and that continues to this day. Nothing's changed. Nothing. Nothing whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I, I, unless you know, I guess if you count things being worse, change then mm-hmm. that there's that kind of change. Yeah. We gotta break the cycle, which is sort of like what this episode's about right here. Oh damn, you brought it back. Yeah. It was a good segue. See what I did there? I see what you did there. <laughs> cool. You're saying there's a new angle I should consider in this case? Love that. Major drama. <laughs> Spill the tea, sweetheart. The premise of our system is that a person's score during her time on Earth is final and inarguable. But because of my accidental experiment. These four humans got better after they died. That's not supposed to be possible. Over and over again, I watched as they became thoughtful and generous and, and caring. And, and think about where they started. Uh, Jason, growing up in Jacksonville, what did you do for fun after school every day? Me and my friends whipped empty spray paint cans at flamingos. <laughs> and now he's so much better. I was already pretty good when I was six. I hit one right on them, but... Okay. <laughs> so they got better in your little pretend world that doesn't prove anything about what they were like on Earth. No, see, I think it does prove something. If I'm right, the system by which we judge humans, the, the very method we use to deem them good or bad, is so fundamentally flawed and unreasonable that hundreds of millions of people have been wrongly condemned to a, an eternity of Torture. Damn, that was intense. Look at my arm, y'all. Look, I got goosebumps. Doesn't happen very often. <laughs> All right. So again, a great open. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And again, um, she's playing the. She's us. Mm-hmm. The judge is us. Yeah. So like, Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I got chills, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> but also, they're definitely. I I think feasibly seasoned was it like episode ten or eleven? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, episode ten. They could have ended it right there, and that would have been a satisfying finale. But these last two episodes have been setting us up for what's coming up. Right. Yeah. Laying the laying down the pipe for mm-hmm. season three. Laying pipe. Laying pipe. For, God damn it. <laughs> Phrasing. Phrasing. And I immediately fell right back into my old pattern, desperately trying to impress them and earn their admiration. Then I heard this little voice in my head saying, Tahani, don't do this. The little voice in your head sounds like the old lady from Downton Abbey. Sorry, (laughs) Maggie Smith is my godmother. Anyway, I took a deep breath, told them I ate a Cheeto and walked away. Man. 
for the record, she also said that she boinked a Floridian. Not not to Honey's words exactly. Right. Um, but uh, smushed. Yeah, <laughs> smashed. I don't know. <laughs> Did the uh, horizontal mambo? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Bumped uglies. <laughs> <laughs> it's a euphemism corner <laughs> sorry they fornicated <laughs> um so uh, and of course now we know that professor mcgonagall is her godmother <laughs> yes yes um but now i'm thinking of the simpsons again as i often do mm-hmm. where this is simpsons corner now <laughs> so there's a there's an episode. Have you seen the Michelle Pfeiffer episode? No, I, I, I'm pretty sure I have not seen this episode. Uh, I or I may have, and I just don't it remember then. it. So Michelle Pfeiffer plays the Homer's new co-worker. Okay. And like, it's one of the Homer gets disillusioned with his marriage episode. You oh. know? Like, he well, sees... like the one I watched a couple weeks ago. Well, this time... So I think her name is Mindy. Um... And the her character, you know, as voiced by Michelle Pfeiffer, mm-hmm. is this kind of you know hot Simpson character with um, who loves donuts and um, and uh, basically it's, it's, it sounds like a perfect match for Homer. Mm-hmm. And then Homer goes home and he's got the kids and they're like terrorizing things and. And uh, Marge is sick, and so she's all like uh, red faced and drippy, and and um, and made <laughs> made Homer a, sh- a shirt with uh, that had her face printed on it, but it went all like runny, and so <laughs> <laughs> and then he like and then he develops you know this this crush on on the Michelle Pfeiffer character kind of, and like. You know, as the as she's eating a donut, he has this vision in his head of like the Venus on the half shell thing, yep. and the little cherubs are are Lenny and Carl, and Lenny says, "What's the matter, homie? You never seen a naked chick on a clam before?" <laughs> uh, and uh, and they so of course circumstances being that it's a sitcom. And they are put in the situation of going to represent the Springfield Power Plant at this symposium, and they're put in a hotel room together, and um, you know all this sort of thing. And the bellboy is like, is just so he's he's talking about how the room is is perfect for you know hubba hubba, <laughs> you know, uh, making the wink 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 wink. Like, uh, he makes all these terrible, terrible... Okay, I gotta find it. No, so is I'll the find bellboy, it, it doesn't um, matter. Is the bellboy in the voice of Jerry Lewis? No, not exactly. I think it is a Hank Azaria-voiced character, though. Of course. And Hank Azaria does do Professor Frank, mm-hmm. so... I'm... Yeah. Who is obviously the nutty professor. Yes. Glavin. Glavin. Uh, and he also has a remarkable singing voice. Yeah. As I learned. Uh, where was I going with that? Um, Do you have any idea what was going through my head? Dude, 
you're on three hours of sleep. I have no idea what's going on right now. Your head right now. Um. Oh, because euphemisms. Yes. That's why. Mm-hmm. Innuendos, as it were. Innuendo. Innuendo. <laughs> <laughs> Freezing. Sorry. Oh, boy. Um. <laughs> All right. Back to it. You have made so much progress. Proud of you, hot stuff. <laughs> Whatever progress I have made, it's because you and I have become mates. That's British for friends. No, I know. <laughs> Man, think about everything that's happened to us. We died. Michael tortured us. We teamed up with him. We escaped. We went through the portal. Judge ruled against us. Then Michael showed up. This has been one of the craziest years of my life. <laughs> one of? <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure what I would do if one more insane thing happened. Hi, Jason. I love you. Oh, what? <laughs> Word. I've been avoiding telling you. My excuse was that I needed time to evaluate my complex feelings, but that was just a rationalization. This might be the last time I ever get to talk to you. So there it is. I love you, and I hereby stop avoiding this topic and rationalizing it by saying the situation is complicated. Or that my brain is grinding like a fork in a garbage disposal. (laughs) All right. Whatever. You're not really a part of this, (laughs) Jim. Hey, guess what? I think I love you too, girl. I'm not a girl. I'm also not just a Janet anymore. I don't know what I am. <laughs> so, not just a girl, not just a Janet. So that was a really missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. Because, let's face it, the situation, mm-hmm. as in Jersey Shore, <laughs> is complicated. I feel like that was a missed opportunity for Jason's part. That's my joke. It was also a missed opportunity for him to, like, just in casual conversation, recite the lyrics to Girl, You Know It's True. Mm-hmm. Billy Vanilli, that shit. I don't think he is someone who subscribes to... Um, 90s pop culture? N- no, we do, but he doesn't. That's what I'm saying. He's an yeah. EDM guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I feel like he he's definitely into Jersey Shore. Mm-hmm. I feel like he'd be... Why, because of the clothes? Just because it's... I don't know if he would be, though, because for some reason, I think there is an unspoken rivalry between Jersey and Florida. I don't know. Do you think... Were East Coast friends be able to help us out on this one? Uh, If we have East Coast friends, sure. Oh, sure. I mean, we do, don't we? Do we? Oh, Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, they listen to the podcast. Yeah. Fork Buddies. Yeah. Signals out there. Yeah. We've, We've hit the tuning fork... Buddy, uh, uh-huh. no, I got nothing. <laughs> I, got, I got nothing. Do we put anyway? On, do we put on the fork? Tweet light? at us. <laughs> on the, oh wow, yeah, yeah. So, but you don't beacon? have to wear that dress tonight. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, and did you just do some rock tan? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Put on the fork light. Yeah. So, this little fork light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. <laughs> <laughs> so. About the fork signal? Yep. 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 And just say, hey. Oh, that's what I was trying to, you know, whack the tuning fork, but it's just not a great, like. Yeah. We're putting out the tuning fork vibrations. <laughs> so, so East Coast fork bites. Mm-hmm. We know. If we, you're still listening. Okay. If you have, we have some. 
we're, we're t- we, according to the computer, we we have some. Mm-hmm. We, we did. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No. Let us know, Florida and Jersey. Is there a rivalry between you? Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Yes, quite. Because he also could have gone all say anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's no boom. Like, he wouldn't even know what boombox is. Simply because he's, like, so entrenched in DJ culture. Yeah. He's all dead mouse. And Maybe he would hold a turntable. <laughs> What's up? What? What? They're kissing. They are. They went straight for that. Hot diggity dog. <laughs> oh, no. Now the thing I said right after we kissed will always be hot diggity dog. <laughs> Whatever. It was an honest reaction. I stand by it. Hi, guys. <laughs> Couple quick announcements. Would anyone eat chips and guac if I put it out? <laughs> it's good. It's homemade. No takers? All right. Second thing, we figured out a plan to save your souls. For the time being, the judge is going to put you in your own medium places, like Mindy St. Clair. And while you're there, I'll keep working every angle I can think of that gets you guys into the good place, for real. This is great. So we'd all be together? Oh, no, that's the thing about medium places. It has to be tailored to what's medium for the individual. So if you're all together, it ain't medium. How much time will we be alone? Hard to say. Uh, could be a month. Could be a million years. So between a month and a million years. Yeah, some, yeah, give or take. Somewhere in there. Come on, you guys. I know this isn't perfect, but I need more time to build my case. And it's either this or back to the bad place. Yeah. So I have a... I'll so- say it. Both those options suck. So, I realize that both those options suck. Yes, quite. But, it being a medium place, Mm -hmm. Janet could have made four Derricks. Wind chimes a Mm go-go. Okay, so here's a a question. We have asked each other previously, what are good places, right? What's your medium place? Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) um oh you first you've you've thought about this more okay so (laughs) oh um the the vhs it would be a vhs collection obviously okay well yeah and um or would it be beta um i don't or a laser disc it could be laser disc could be laser disc um but it would um in that collection would be um, the middling affairs of the James Bond catalog. <laughs> um, <laughs> so your Timothy your, Daltons. That your, would be your Timothy Daltons. Your uh, later period Roger Moores. Yes. Um, your your well, Never Say Never Again. Uh, your Moonrakers. Yeah. Oh. Um, I kind of like Moonraker. I, I, 12-year-old Jason <laughs> loved Moonraker. <laughs> 41-year-old Jason I it's just the right amount of camp for me. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, it's got a, a great Bond girl. It's mm-hmm. got the like most d- dismissive, snarky Bond villain ever. <laughs> um, yes, he is. He is anything if not French and snarky. He is, he's like basically. He's John Cleese, but not funny. He's not and even. Holy Grail. <laughs> he, yes, exactly. He's he's not. You know, he's not a a a super like. Uh, strong villain he's not a uh, he doesn't get super angry about things he's not even particularly evil other than his plan to wipe out the human race and Mm -hmm. repopulate with his you know uh perfect people Mm -hmm. but 
He's just incredibly nonplussed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what. So my medium place, I, I, I thought about this a little bit too because I, there's a certain place I went to for lunch today that I won't name on air. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, the I'll just say the name says it all. And I went there for research because um, I'm. But you named it on Twitter. But they don't know that. I eat a you lot think, of places. You think somebody from that establishment listens to this podcast? No, I just don't want when it's forced. I, it's complicated. Does it live up to its name? Yes, it does. Okay. Um, and that would probably be my medium place. Okay. Because everything is just all right. So I'm thinking, here's my medium place, right? And they play nothing but... 70s classic rock, <laughs> which is just fine, not edgy. I so I think laser discs for me, probably, right? Okay, okay, no criterions for you. Uh, well, and I think that there are only the uh lesser sequels of my favorite franchises available, so your Star Wars prequels, your Would you like those. What? Don't you like those? The prequels? Yeah. The prequels are not great. Well, the I, best of the prequels is is three. is three is Revenge of the Sith or yeah. Luke, yeah. As <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my Natalie Portman. Uh, you know that the the whole thing about that was one of the reasons that it's the most palatable of the episode of the prequels is that it was uh like a lot of the dialogue was ghostwritten by Tom Stoppard. Oh, really? Yeah, I had no idea. Yep, Mister Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. dead. Yeah, and Brazil. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so you've got your prequels. Uh, you've got. Your uh, odd-numbered Star Trek movies. Oh, yeah. So the motion picture, <laughs> Search for Spock, and Final Frontier. Mm-hmm. You've got, um, let's see, uh, oh. only spinoffs of your favorite sitcoms. Okay. So I'm thinking... Uh, the um, the Tortellis. Sure, yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Um, there would be... Uh, Joey. <laughs> Joey. Joni loves Chachi. Um, you'd have, uh, yeah, uh, that sort of thing. So, um, actually, side note, I actually discovered not that I was ever a fan of the, of the show Alice, but I realized that there was, a, I didn't realize there was actually a spinoff of Alice about Flo. What? Have you ever seen the show Alice? Yeah. Yeah. So, is it Flo who says, kiss my grits? Yeah. They made a spinoff of that show, uh, of uh, revolving around Flo, huh? And she buys like a like a Texas honky tonk. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and then music wise, there would only be like the uh, the lesser Canadian equivalents of my favorite musicians. So, bare naked ladies, bare naked ladies. <laughs> your Brian Adams. Your. Um, uh, Gordon Lightfoot. Um, hey, <laughs> now there is nothing lesser about Gordon Lightfoot. All right, all right. I'll back off of that one. I'll back off of Gordon back Lightfoot. Back off of Gordon. 
Well, it's because I can't say Neil Young either because there's nothing lesser about Neil Young. That's true. I always forget he's Canadian. Yeah. I always associate him with California. Like, that's how amazing Neil Young is. You forget he's Canadian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I have to... I like Canadians, all right? I would actually... I would love to be a Canadian citizen right now. <laughs> I would I would be in Vancouver in a heartbeat. Um, uh, yeah. You know, the Canadian Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to Toronto a couple of times. Well, so growing up living in Detroit mm-hmm. um, and being Mormon, we had um, we used to have to, as kids, we'd go to the temple, but the closest ones were either in Chicago or in Toronto. Oh. So we'd have to go to Toronto. So I've been to Toronto for that. But then we went a couple of times for school field trips. Mm. And I got to see Fan of the Opera. Mm. Um, and... Uh, went to the Sky Dome, which I think is now the Rogers Center. Toronto's it. And my friend Josh, who you've met, mm-hmm. Torontian. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I think that's a medium place. Yeah. So so uh, definitely for me, most of the, no Craig James, but well, Kwamasalas would be there. <laughs> <laughs> but pretty much mediocre Bond movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, um, 70s rock. Um, oh, I thought of an EL record you should listen to. Okay. You should listen to a New World record. Okay. I don't yeah. think I've heard that one. That one's got... I don't think that one has Don't Bring Me Down, but has Living Thing. Okay. And Do Ya. And Living Thing's the song that they play at the end of Boogie Nights. Oh, yeah. I, like I said, I don't yeah. dislike ELO. Oh, I'm just saying. Oh, I'm not... And again, I'm not, you know, you're, as I've said many, many times, mm-hmm. and not mocking way, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're free to feel how you feel about it. I just, I, yeah. I, I, to go back to the Willberries, right? Mm-hmm. The Willberries. <laughs> oh, Will. <laughs> uh, when you've got Roy Orbison, Bob Dylan, mm-hmm. Tom Petty, George Harrison, mm-hmm. um, how Am do I missing you think, anybody? Well, and Jeff then you've Lynn. got Jeff. Right. Then you've got Jeff Lynn. He seems like the lesser of all of those people. Well, how do you think Jeff Lynn felt when he was asked? <laughs> <laughs> you think he was like, um, oh yeah, I can definitely stand toe to toe with these four. <laughs> I, well, so I'm I'm envisioning because it was I, I think that Lynn was already working with George Harrison at that point, because wasn't Cloud Nine he like might, right around that time. He might have been. He was definitely working with Pay at this point. Um, so I'm envisioning that the other guys, like, it's in the studio. Let's mm-hmm. say it's George Harrison is in the studio with Jeff Lynn. Mm-hmm. And, like, Tom Petty stops by or Dylan stops by. This is, this is like, my, my alternate reality version of this or whatever. This is my, it, my vision of what happened. I don't really want to know what happened, actually. <laughs> But, like, Jeff Lynn's behind the boards. Mm-hmm. And um, and so, we'll say, Bob <laughs> Dylan goes in and talks to George Harrison. Hey, George, you want to form a band? And George Harrison's like, yeah, all right. And Jeff Lynn's like, hey, guys, <laughs> I can play. <laughs> so, you're saying he's the Homer? <laughs> sort of. Yeah. Sort of, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, 
I, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and I, 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 you know what? I think again, I gotta say, I have no problem with Jeff Flynn. I just, I, or ELO. I just think that in comparison with those other guys, as someone who suffers from imposter uh, imposter syndrome, mm-hmm. on a you feel basis, like the Jeff Flynn. I, I am always the Jeff Flynn man. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna. So it's in my nature to to you know. I, like, I know I don't have to stick up for him. You obviously know he's a skilled producer. Oh yeah, and absolutely. He's a musician. No, I, he's a good songwriter too. I'm not I, gonna. I'm, he's a, he's also a great arranger. So, and I'm just saying as as someone who you know, I, I've you know, who likes to try to give people a gateway. Mm-hmm. I would say check out New World Record. Okay, that's. There's there's hits there's singles on there. I think telephone lines on there too. Oh. You know, I I actually have always meant to go back and listen to ELO because I enjoyed the singles when they come on the radio the mm-hmm. few times every other year that I end up listening to the radio. Mm-hmm. But I, I enjoy those songs, and I just have never never gotten into it. But New World Record, mm-hmm. that's an entry point. Yeah, I like I'll that, try one that a lot. Out. All right. So. Um, it occurred to me that as we were talking here that nobody can hear exactly how much we use our hands in conversation. <laughs> and I'm wondering if at some point, as a bonus or something, we get filmed because all they would see is these like blurry like, we should hands go. all over. It's going to be during a live episode, I guess, isn't it? You know, as our friend Allison Bills would say, mm-hmm. Facebook Live could be the way to go with this. <sighs> Or you know what? If does Neil Instagram Finn can have a do live it, video? If, if oh yeah, Instagram does too. Does Instagram? If if Neil Finn can do it, we can do it. So I mean, it's because of Allison that I use now I use Instagram Stories. She tried to get me to use it when I saw her at uh, Phoenix Film Collective. I'm and telling you, man. I do you know how long it takes me to be accepting of something new? I am just now starting to use emojis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I I had a flip phone for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I still have a live email account, like uh, at live dot com. <laughs> I also have Gmail accounts, and you but... also have Ask Jeeves <laughs> and Alta Vista. Uh, you know what? I still I still have my uh, Netscape CDs. Uh, yeah. Um, like. <laughs> Seriously, dear, are you like Steve Rogers here? Everything, okay. I understood that reference. Granted, <laughs> granted, you know, vinyl has, I'm using air quotes here, come back into vogue, you know. It's a thing again, it seems, for a niche market, right? Mm-hmm. Niche enough that it's surviving. But that never really went away for me. And I also still buy cds and have thousands of cds Mm -hmm. and i i i am i am i am the guy that has the stuff well no as we've discussed many times before physical media is important yeah because it's the gatekeepers who will determine what we get to have and what we don't get to Mm -hmm. have i mean just even just yesterday i really 
want to listen to Folk Implosion. Oh, yeah. Because um, I just wrote about Lou Barlow. Um, mm-hmm. And I was sort of going down that little rabbit hole. Um, and I'm like, oh, man. I really want to listen to some Folk Implosion right now. But Apple Music doesn't have doesn't have the natural one single from kids. From, oh, yeah, I have that soundtrack. Of course you do. Yeah. Because you, uh, you invest mm-hmm. in physical media. Yeah. But the gatekeepers and the rights holders do mm-hmm. not believe that I should have that unless I want the really bad knockoff workout version. Yeah. Oh, God, it's awful. Yeah. Yeah. So I would want... So I want physical media whenever I possibly can. Yeah. And whenever I can afford it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I, I get you. You but can probably think, pick up a copy of the kids soundtrack for a couple of bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think at some point too, that, um, yet you, you need to, you need to put your Motorola razor away <laughs> and, and maybe, you know, again, Instagram stories, I think, I think as someone who runs our Insta, our podcast, Instagram mm-hmm. account, mm-hmm. I find that it seems to be working to our advantage. Okay. I think. Um, and especially You're when- You're the one who sees the following, because I have, I have <laughs> no access to that account currently. Well, well if you want, you can have it. <laughs> um, but- um, I, 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 I f- run enough things badly <laughs> already, so, so it's- Our followers are mostly- um, most of my friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can encourage people to yeah. to to follow what the fuck. Um, most of your podcast, my friends, your podcast, and mm-hmm. John Duncan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, all right. I'll, I'll look into the Instagrams. I I just I it's for somebody. I'm a very you know liberal minded person. I'm incredibly progressive. I'm mm-hmm. all about scientific advancement, and yet I have trouble with change mm-hmm. i just I do it takes me a long time i think sometime maybe when we start you know work we do some experimenting junior high is episodes mm-hmm. that maybe we start looking into some instagram live okay to, but we don't even we like we don't have a good camera or anything like that oh but see i have an iphone with a really good camera on it okay well so you know what then we can do it live from the we can do it live on the instagram account okay i'll leave that up to you then so we're, we'll do it okay and people will see me, and the, the mysteriousness will fall away. Yeah, that's um, right. I mean, people hear our voices, and they think we're like golden gods or something. And they're going to see a couple of schmoes talking on mics. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think um, I think they'll see me, and they'll be like, oh, God, he, he's a disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they'll see you, and they're going... Oh, yeah, <laughs> he's exactly as described. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. Um, if if by describing me, oh, he does look like a snarky Jewish asshole. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, his hair is a little longer than I thought it would be. No. Um, anyway, so don't so, hey, huh? as I said, I might don't go and cut your hair. <laughs> You think it's gonna make him change? <laughs> and because it's, it's a really good haircut. <laughs> oh man, are you a drummer? Because you know, drummers because drummers have good hair, man. Yeah. Uh, bands bands come up each and every day. Um, 
Yeah. Just the other, just yeah, the other yeah. day. I'm calling pavement. You're, re- you're wearing a Malcolmist shirt. That's right. Yep. Yeah. That's true. Very apropos. Yeah. What is it? Um, oh, what does he say? Something in Chops a Must. Oh, uh, sideburns. Yeah. No, big no hair. big hair. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yep. So. <laughs> All right. Hey, I'm sorry if that's blonde, Your Honor, but it's true. Also, Chidi just laid one on me, so I'm kind of dizzy. <laughs> you two kissed? Hot diggity dog. That's what I said. <laughs> the point is, we've all gotten better. Why should we have to go live alone in a boring void because of a messed up system? How is that justice? Okay, <laughs> slow your roll there, Aaron Brockovich. First of all, y'all didn't get good enough to pass the tests I just gave you. Second, I still believe that the only reason that you improved in Michael's fake neighborhood is because you thought there was a reward at the end of the rainbow. You're supposed to do good things because you're good, not because you're seeking moral dessert. And I still believe that they would have become good people if they'd just gotten a... a push in the right direction. Oh, no. No, no, absolutely not. It's a little crazy. A little bit crazy. It's Leody Tunes. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a very dangerous place. I wrote it's down... Only f- just the way, I wrote down, like, just the way she says Looney Tunes. It was perfect, yes. It was just... Uh, it's, it, it uh, you know, it expressed... Just exactly how loony the tunes were. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tunes. I now. Yeah. It's yeah. Perfect. Or my rule. And it's clearly the best way to see if bad people can become good without knowing anything about what's waiting for them in the afterlife. Shotgun. Whatever they're talking about. If there's a shotgun, I call shotgun. It's never gonna work. <laughs> if it doesn't, then they go right back to the bad place. No one gets hurt, except them, forever, and me. I assume also forever. Okay, let's do it. I don't know why I'm just feeling kind of funky, but there have to be strict rules. Otherwise, the results will be tainted, and I reserve the right to change my mind at any point. About what? Would someone who's not an eternal being please explain to me what the f- Why are you like this? Excuse me? Why am I like this? You don't know me, dude. You don't know what I'm like. Look what you made me do, jag off. Uh oh. Oh, so Easter egg. Yes. The truck is for Camilla's album. <laughs> and then, of course, the other one is the. Uh, Holy crap. The erectile dysfunction. Yes. She almost died. She needs to know what was said. That's so annoying. She's walking you over. First of all, this is just yesterday. Come on, Eleanor. Take longer next time. (laughs) You look like crap. I was outside the supermarket arguing with that little environmental twerp. Ugh, I hate that guy. Really? That skinny little hippie body kind of turns me on. Gross. Guys, listen. I (gasps) dropped the margarita mix. And when I went to pick it up, a bunch of shopping carts came right at me. And I was just 
frozen. And then someone pushed me out of the way and the carts got like demolished by a truck. I mean, I could have died. Oh my God. Whoa, that's crazy. So is the margarita mix like gone? <laughs> I had a near-death experience recently. You know that old warehouse that burned down last month and like four people died? That building is like right by my old dentist. If I still went to that dentist and I had an appointment that day, I would have been like right near there. I would. <laughs> <laughs> Our friends. Yeah. So, I mean, she did mention she uh, she was frozen. Uh, thinking, yes. Yes, you, you are frozen. Yes, she, yes. Yes. Yes, indeed. So, um, do you have you ever had any non-death experiences in your life? I've had plenty of non-death experiences. Yeah. You mean near-death? No, I'm talking about non-death. As this in, is a non-death. Yeah. Oh, you mean like, like if under those circumstances, under this very specific set of circumstances. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the... Um, like you... You know the warehouse near your dentist's office. It's it's essentially the I was your father's uncle's brother's cousin's former roommate, which makes us absolutely nothing. <laughs> uh, yes, I feel like living in Detroit had a lot of non-death experiences. Oh yeah, yeah, but um, or living or driving through Detroit, I had a lot of non-death experiences. I'm sure I was always near some time. Well, I mean, there are those moments, right, where if you, like, pass a horrific accident, mm -hmm. you know, especially if you're griping about having been late that day or something, or mm -hmm. leaving late from work, let's say. If you'd left on time, who knows, you might have been in that accident. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm sure we have, like, near-death experiences every day. We also have plenty of non-death experiences. <laughs> right now, we're having one. Mm -hmm. I refer to what her roommates call as non-death experiences. Yes. No. <laughs> because even Whereas if she had been at the dentist it was, she would have not died yes it's in syracuse new york like two weeks before 9 11 <laughs> no way yeah 14 days i can't believe we all almost died <laughs> my name is eleanor shellstrop and i think i might be a monster i'm rude i'm selfish i cyber bullied ryan lochte until he quit instagram but something happened to me today, what did it and say from on the now on, bags? I'm going to try to I've become no a better, kinder, more generous person. Hey, that's just like Facebook. You know what? Mm. Yes, you can. Cool. It's for porn. I already used it. <laughs> so, um, ask me the question. Yes, yes. Can no? You? Uh, I already asked you the question. You asked me the question. Yes. Yeah. You mm. already used it for porn. Yeah. yeah. Can I borrow your cracker? Yeah. No. Okay. Yes. I already did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the answer to that question is always no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, that's not true. If you were in a jam, hey, I'd nice. help you. You look happy. Did you get laid last night? I didn't. Tried. Uh, hard. It's this chick that I met after I followed her into a yoga class, but she wasn't into it. Maced me. Right in the eyes. Stung like hell. <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Hey. Listen, dude, <laughs> what you're doing here, selling fake medicine to people, tricking them, is wrong. Yeah, and? I can't be a part of it anymore. I'm trying to become a better person, and as long as I work here... Yeah, sure, fine, whatever, you quit, who cares? Give me your company ID. Do, and your parking pass, and your panties, please. Dude! What, come on, I had to try. <laughs> 
By the way, technically, that is not sexual harassment because she doesn't work here anymore. You're wearing a wire? <laughs> yeah. The company's being investigated for fraud, so I'm helping the feds bring everyone down. Good timing on your part. Dude, get help. <laughs> oh, boy. Now, first of all, the fact that he thinks that it can only be sexual harassment if she works there <laughs> <Yeah>. just <laughs> speaks to what a douche that guy is. Becoming a better person, you should too. I mean, hey, Eleanor, do you want to come to Lauren's baby shower? Do you want to chew on my ass? Assortment of brownies that I will be bringing to Lauren's baby shower? Wow, what a save. Hi there, do you have a second to talk about the environment? So, hey. I can't help but think that he just pretty much said that if, like, if she had somehow survived, mm-hmm. she would have been in the bad Taken place. down, yeah. She would have been taken down anyway. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Hey, remember me? Ah, don't hurt me. My bones are brittle. I have a calcium deficiency. No, I cannot hurt you, ma'am. I came to apologize. There, I did it. I apologized. No, you didn't. Yes, I did, ass face. Nope, you're right. I didn't. I apologize for being mean to you like a thousand times. There's really no excuse. Thanks. Apology accepted. Uh, what's happening? I'm scared. Hey, I'm on kind of like a self-improvement kick. Do you think you could help me out? Teach me to get all horny for the environment or whatever? <laughs> hey, everyone. This is Eleanor. She's joining the team. Hi, welcome. Nice to meet you. Hi. All right, Eleanor. <laughs> I do love the... I, I love like the old fashioned ticker tape mm-hmm. machines. It's I would actually be down to have one of those just in my abode. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I would want it to be constantly reporting on stocks from the twenties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so of course, you know, this again goes back to last week's episode when mm-hmm. I referenced the Hutzucker proxy. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And now it's montage time. <laughs> I was really hoping they would do something like um, like that You Gotta Be song. <laughs> Maybe some Eye <I>, Tiger. Eye <laughs> of the Tiger. Something of the fight. Yeah. It's the thrill of the fight. Standing up to the challenge of their rival. Mm-hmm. Babe, is, get in on these know. nachos. Yeah. They're yeah. I'm actually trying to eat vegetarian. Ew. Why? Is it because you feel bad for all the little animals with their cute little faces because people <laughs> stuff them in the tiny cages just so that we can eat them? <laughs> yeah. That's exactly why. <laughs> okay, guys. Um, <laughs> okay. Can I say something for a second? I... I, I... Her friends are terrible. Yeah, her friends are terrible, but... Oh, actually, go ahead. Okay. Love you. Oh, I do. I mean, I went through a really rough time last year with the whole dress bitch thing and people selling (laughs) t-shirts with my face on them, but you two stuck by me. I love you, you dumb sluts. Ah. Come on. (laughs) Okay, there's probably something we should tell you. Or not. We could also not. We have to. It's the right thing to do. I tore your dress. And then I lied about it. And then Brittany and I were the ones who made and sold the t-shirts. But we did not keep the money. Yes, we did. We kept all the money. And I'm really sorry. 
okay? That took a lot of courage for you to admit that. Mm-hmm. And I admire your honesty. Stupid skank! How could you do that to me? I hate you! You're both disgusting hogs, and I want you to move out of my apartment forever! Literally starting right now! I'm still really glad we told the truth. Cool! <laughs> okay. Steamed vegetable medley and ice water. Can I just get the check? Okay. And can you throw these plants in the trash? <laughs> so, I mean, I wrote down here that that cannot be the vegetarian option at a Mexican restaurant. No, I mean you could have you could uh, there's there there are vegetarian enchiladas. You could have mm-hmm. you know a burrito, mm-hmm. a quesadilla, uh, if you will, <laughs> and I would. Yes, <laughs> you would because you just. I mean, you can have a vegetarian taco. Yeah, you can have sure, a vegetarian whatever, burrito. Whatever, as long as it's not a soft taco. <laughs> God, here we go again. <laughs> Oh, the disappointment of tacos. Yeah, I, like I like that vegetable medley does not look fun at all. No, it does not. The, and, the puck of rice with mm, two sprigs of something sticking out of it. Yeah, that looks. Awful. And why does is she just? Did she mention why she was trying to not drink? Um, no, she mentioned why she was trying not drink, but she was obviously well maybe she's being the designated driver for her ah yes the thing that she would never do yes yes quite so um i mean for for the sake of pete even going back to where i went for lunch today Mm -hmm. and um they even have vegetarian options oh really yeah this about everywhere does they have like the gluten-free bun they have a a veggie yeah veggie burger or something yeah Yeah. Just it's about like, every place has something. That, like, just having that awful thing, that sad-looking plate. Well, yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Montage. Mm-hmm. You've seen Team America World Police, right? Yes. Yeah. There's this song about montages. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Was it a piece of pizza in the toaster? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Suing you? This chick is claiming she has whiplash. She wasn't in the car when I hit it. This is on you. You should have pretended like you didn't see it and walked away like everyone else does. I know. That's wrong. I've hit your car wrong. like six times and never said anything, but I'm trying to be good. <laughs> How's that working out for you? <laughs> <laughs> she needs better friends. Yeah. Open, Plastic, wait, celebrity. Eleanor, where have you been? Oh, hey, Plastic man. surgery. Sorry, what? it's been a crazy month. <laughs> celebrity you know, baby magazine. Is a yeah, I'm in the middle of a lawsuit, and I ate vegetables for the first time, and I got diarrhea for like a week. Uh, 
I know we don't pay a lot, but this is a job, and we need to know we can count on you. We're meeting tonight to discuss long-term strategy for the organization. I really think it would be- Dude, 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 dude. Oh, sorry to interrupt whatever boring crap this is, but dude, you need to get dressed. I got tickets to Taylor Swift. The Taylor Swift Peggy cover band. They're terrible. It's gonna be amazing. Yeah, that sounds like more fun. I'm gonna do that. Eleanor. What? So, checking so, out the Yeah. So um um I wrote down a few things. A the only good thing about a Taylor about Taylor Swift is actually the name. Yeah, that was that was pretty clever. Yeah. Um the other thing is like it's like it goes back to what the judge said. It's like you um it's the concept of moral dessert. Right. Yeah. No, you need to be good for the sake of being good, not with the yeah. idea that things will get better if you're good. But she's done bad things and she's like, Well, I decided to be good, so I still don't have to choose to do the consequences for these horrible things that I did. Like the Well, yeah, and I, I think that her motive is a little more altruistic than that. I I, th I think that she I think that she she I mm -hmm. well, I guess what I'm trying to say is I she's she still to me doesn't know what what is up right so mm -hmm. she doesn't know what's happening she doesn't know what will happen what could have happened to mm -hmm. her in the afterlife there's there's none of that to me there you know she is she actually recognized having a second chance and took the opportunity mm -hmm. to improve who she was as a person but she still hasn't my i think what i was trying to Make the point is that she still doesn't realize there's still consequences for your actions. Right. Yes. Okay. Yes. So when you hit a car, it's some yeah something you're going to yeah. get just because you go ahead and do the right thing and leave your name and number doesn't mean that it's all going to be great after that. Which, by the way, prompts to the um, prompts to the um, department, mm -hmm. the prompts department, because she wrote down um, that the area code on the number that she left was six oh two. <laughs> phoenix baby yes and that like you know not showing up to Good your job attention to detail yeah, yeah. well i mean i'm nothing i'm not detailed but mm -hmm. i mean even you don't show up to your job you're probably gonna get fired yes um yeah you know, yep and you tear your friend's dress and make t-shirts and profit <laughs> off the uh <laughs> your yeah just because you let them know a year after the fact <laughs> yeah doesn't mean that you're you're gonna be mm -hmm. welcomed back with open arms. Yeah. yeah, it means you're probably gonna get kicked out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. What, dude? I've been nothing but good for like six months, and all I have to show for it is this crummy apartment, a lawsuit, a loose caboose, and an overdrawn <laughs> bank account. Being good is for loose suckers. Caboose. What do you even get out of it? A feeling of fulfillment in your soul. Gross. That's the grossest <laughs> sentence I've ever heard, okay? I quit. Eat my farts, Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> I still think he's kind of hot. I guess, in like a sick Victorian boy kind of way. Ooh, yeah, 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 I wanna like feed him soup. <laughs> new business. We sell classes at a for-profit university and the classes train people how to sell supplements. So it's a Ponzi scheme within a Ponzi scheme. That sounds kind of dicey. Oh, it's super dicey. But I'm in witness protection, so technically I can't be convicted of any crime. Well, that's definitely not true, but I also don't care. Which one's my desk? <laughs> so it's Trump University. Yeah. Yep. 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 Right. Yes, but there's no way to help. Yes. So she, it, it it's looking bad. It's so, She's falling into her old habits again mm -hmm. 
because there's not enough positive reinforcement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm only giving that guy three stars because he didn't let me stick my head on the moon. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, my boyfriend just texted. His wife's out of town, so I'm going to head over there. <laughs> <laughs> That's lame. Boo! Happy birthday! Hello, bartender. One alcohol drink, please. It's my birthday if you want to give it to me for free. <laughs> I always say that, but it actually is my birthday. <laughs> Last year on my birthday, I almost died. And then I did a bunch of stuff that was good, but weird. <laughs> and then I stopped. And now I'm here. So, okay, so how fucking great was it to see Ted dancing back behind oh, the bar? Right? Oh, I just was like... When I saw this the first time, I'm like, fucking A. That's it's, Sam, it's so good. This is what inspired my Cheers rewatch. Oh, did, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I wanted a, to see Sam alone. It was a good reason to do that. It's like you had a pretty crazy year. Hmm. And he just like slips right it? back into it. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> what what would be what would be your take on a like what if they got the bar back together? Oh man. Because everybody's still around, right? The only person who's I think the only person who's still not around is Coach, right? But he but yeah. he died years before the show ended, right? So obviously, Sam's still around. Mm-hmm. George Wentz still around. Mm-hmm. Um, Cliff John Ratzenberger still mm-hmm. around. Um, Do you remember when they did the George Wentz show? Yes, and. All I heard for that entire campaign in the fall of whatever year that was, mm-hmm. was George went to CBS. <laughs> like, oh boy, guys, really, that's what you got? Well, that's what they did when anyone from Seinfeld um, made a new show. Yeah. Like when they did what was... New Adventures, Adventures of, of Old Christine. Christine. Yeah. Yeah, like... like Julia Louis Dreyfus on CBS. It's the new Adventures of Old Christine. Yeah, which was not a bad show. I never saw it. It wasn't. Yeah, it was. Uh, it had Clark Gregg in it. I know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I mean, like funny. I just never. But anyway, to get back to it, you've still got Ratzenberger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've still got Rio Perlman. Yep. You've still got Woody Harrelson. Mm-hmm. It did so many reunions on Frasier. Like it seemed. Well, like, there yeah. was only one. They never did a full reunion, though, right? Because they got close, but Woody Harrelson wasn't on that episode. No, they had. I think the closest they got was Cliff's retirement party. Right, but no, no Sam and no Woody. Right, but Sam and Woody had appeared. In they the had their season. own episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and and of course, Lilith. Right, would show up. Yes. Yeah, I would. Oh, I would dig it, but it would be. Like, how would they... I mean, with all these shows that are coming back, they could... I mean, because Sam sold mm-hmm. the bar, you know. Mm-hmm. I think the but, only... And, I mean... Yeah, the, I think the only... Yeah. I, I'm what, saying that we're putting this energy out into the universe now. Yeah. The Cheers have, reboot. If it happens, it happened because of us. Well, they're already working <laughs> on the Frasier reboot. I, I would be more ready to see a Cheers reboot than I'm ready to see a Frasier reboot, especially mm. because of of No John Mahoney. Yeah. Well, there's that... I haven't watched it yet, but Shore came out with a new show called Abby's. 
I haven't watched that yet either. Yeah, yeah. but you're so you're aware that it's like, um, it's, it's kind of like a backyard Cheers. It's backyard Cheers. Yeah, and and it uh, has Neil Flynn, who was the janitor in Scrubs. Yes. Yeah, and it has Nellie Morales. Mm-hmm. Who was who was uh yes um in Orange Is the New Black? Oh, is she in that show? Yes. Okay. Wait, she's like she's Abby, right? I think so. Um, but I, yeah, she was she was in um, yes, she was in Orange Is the New Black. I know her as um as um Tommy's one of Tommy's girlfriends in Parks and Rec. Okay, and yeah. she she was on this. She was on this show called The Ringer. You heard I never show? watched that one. I heard of it, but I never watched oh, it. The show was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> like Who was the who was the main guy? The main guy was Rob Lowe. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, and Fred Savage was on yeah, there. Yeah, right? Fred Savage was on there. Okay. Yeah, I remember when it came out and I never it was gone before I had a chance to watch it. And it, I mean, you think it's still up on Hulu? Okay. I would recommend you checking it cuz I thought it was insanely good, yeah, and insanely clever. Um, I think Rob Lowe is a great comedic actor. Mm-hmm. Did you listen to the Marin episode? With yeah, him? I did. Marin gave him so much shit. I know it was so great. It was, yeah, but he took it. He did, and and he took it. And it's funny, like I, I've been kind of going forward while looking back at some Marin episodes, mm-hmm. and I think i get to the ones where someone you were really giving rob Lowe a hard time yeah, yeah yeah you didn't see the part where he was like laughing his ass off right, <laughs> right, right, right. yeah so yeah. i i didn't expect him to be asked about videotapes and yeah well no, yeah no kidding and i expected i fully expected a big political argument yeah because i know rob leans a little right he's he i had no idea actually um i think he does He's not, he's not like... It's hard to lean right in Hollywood and survive. Right. But he's not, I mean, Kelsey Unless does... Unless you're Clint Eastwood. Well, Clint does, Kelsey does, um, Rob does a little bit, and there's a few other ones, but none of them go to like, they're they're like your John McCain type, middle of the road. I don't know. They're fringy. Clint Eastwood spoke to a chair. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and he told that chair what's what. <sighs> Speaking of which, I'm told that I need to watch the meal. I think I'm going to eh, at some point. Yeah, I I would I suggest if you so. I think you should watch the old man and the gun. Okay. I and I think that people might suggest the mule for maybe similar reasons. I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe not. But I think watch the old man and the gun because it's Robert Redford's. Supposedly, it's Robert Redford's last film, mm-hmm. and it is a fucking great performance. Um, we have HBO Go for about six weeks right now. Oh yeah, because of a little show with dragons, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, and Fame I, of Groans. I don't know. Yeah. I I need to actually watch that from the beginning. I've never seen an episode oh, of Game of Thrones. You should. Um, but I always told myself I would read the books first and it's just not going to happen. <laughs> well, if Kristen hadn't read the books, uh-huh. she was my Sherpa 
through the first okay. season. Yeah. Because the first season's a slog. Is it? Because you have to set all up. Yeah, it's a lot to set up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, and you have to get, like, it takes seven episodes to mm-hmm. set up. And then that's seven hours that you have to, like, sit through. Yeah. And then once things roll, I first think it's episode seven or episode eight. And just, it never stops. Hmm. It's great. Hmm. Um, so I've been kind of watching, catching up on my bad movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I watched Tom Cruise's The Mummy. Oh, oh, boy. Oh, God. I had absolutely awful. no desire to see that whatsoever. It's like, it's. I want to see The American, but. Um, um I want to see that one too. But it's like it's trying to be American Hustle. No, um, the Mummy is trying to be. Oh, the Mummy! You're talking yeah, about the Mummy now. The, the new Mummy is trying to be like um, American Werewolf in Paris, or not well, Paris, but London, um, London. And yeah, but why would why? And it why just, Tom Cruise doesn't need to and Jake, make that movie and Jake Johnson from New Girl is like the Griffin Dunn. Oh. Pretty much only Griffin Dunn can play Griffin Dunn. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Well, I was trying to be like the dead funny guy. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. But, yeah. It's just... And I saw like all who had... All the people who had contributed to the screenplay. Mm-hmm. And I just thought there are five people here, two or three who I really like and admire. Mm. Um, they've run things that I like it and, and enjoy. And you couldn't come up with anything that barely resembles a cohesive plot. <laughs> it's it's just nothing. When awful. you get past like two or three writers tops, you know that mm. there's a reason that there were that many writers involved, mm. and it's not because they worked really well together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the other one I watched was um, Skyscraper. I, what was, was Dwayne one? the Rock Johnson? Oh, oh yeah, my my. It actually, it's pretty much your combination of Towering Inferno and Die Hard. Okay. And if it, if I could... Towering put... Hard. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Phrasing, sir. Or Die Inferno. <laughs> I like the first one. Yeah. <laughs> and I actually would enjoy it more if I could suspend my disbelief that at any point Dwayne The Rock Johnson could be vulnerable and weak sure yeah it I, seems unlikely yeah it seems like he there's there's a couple of point couple moments where some bad guy tries to kick his ass <laughs> and I'm like dude it, you're doing the right johnson like he, they smell what he's cooking they they always smell their, they always <laughs> smell what he's cooking I, I like what you did there thank you for yes. someone who doesn't like wrestling you i still yeah yeah that's it, pretty good. Pop culture just seeps into my brain and yeah. pushes oh, important things out. He, he's also an amputee mm. at, in the movie, and you occasionally they it gets brought up when he has to be pretend that he got his ass kicked or something. Sure, but he you never know. He was an amputee for the other hour and a half of the movie, right? So I just so it's I don't mind the Rock. He doesn't have a ton of range though. So oh, no, but um. He's speaking of Disney, fa- uh, like Disney movies. He's good. Moana. I haven't um, seen Moana. Yeah, 
So you haven't seen Frozen either. I was no. just skipping that one. Skipping Frozen. Oh yeah, it's bad. I you know I I just I I shouldn't say it's bad. It was overhyped. Yeah. And by the time I saw it, I was like, "What's the big deal?" <laughs> That's how I felt about Harry Potter. <laughs> but you read the books, though, right? No, of course not. Oh. No, no. Everybody was like, "You got to read these. You got to read these. You got to read these." Mm-hmm. And when somebody says, "I got to do something," my in- immediate impulse is to say, "No, I don't got to do shit." Yeah. So, it's. I got into her. I tried to read. So, this is going to cause some groaning. Um, and I got to say, also, mm-hmm. let me interject before the hate mail comes. I I actually, I, I'm fine with the Harry Potter movies. I watched all of them. I mm-hmm. still haven't read the books. I just, I, the ship has kind of sailed on that for me. Mm-hmm. I have, I don't, I, I, I'm not a hater. Oh. I just. See, I, you and I, this is where you and I agree for once. Okay. Because I actually tried to read um, the first one. Okay. I cannot get through. It's hard for me to get through a book where they have to set up. Oh, yeah. Where, and that's all the first book does is just set this up. There's a lot of exposition. exposition, Yeah. And very little action. And that is what I don't like about Harry Potter. That is why I don't like didn't like reading the Hunger Games. Yeah, um, I didn't read those either. Uh, but I will. I enjoy all of the movies. I think I only saw the first Hunger Games. Um, um, I enjoyed. Well, I enjoyed the first. I enjoyed the first two Hunger Games movies. The last two were a lot. Um, I enjoyed most of the fir- third one too. It's just uh, it. They have to divide them up for some, the like the last chapter for some reason, and uh, it's yeah. just too long. It was gimmicky, and that's the same thing with Harry Potter. I loved all those movies, mm-hmm. and and yet I I will hear from certain people who have all the books on our bookshelf saying, "Sure, I read the books," and I'm like, I already know what's going to happen. Now. Yeah, now you've seen the films. <laughs> Now I've seen the movies. Once yeah. I've seen the movie, it's hard for me to read the book because I know what's coming. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the point? Mm-hmm. Like, I just know what's going to happen. Yeah. So I'm just reading to know what happens. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I read books wrong. <laughs> I know I watch movies right, though. <laughs> oh, Sting's Desert Rose. <laughs> Wine bar grill. I think yeah. this is a, uh, again, this is very Phoenix esque. <laughs> Yes. Because there's uh what yeah. we have Dirk's Bentley. Oh yeah. Um or is that how you pronounce his name? I wouldn't know. I don't, I don't know either. But yeah, Sting's Desert Rose. What it wasn't it, that's a reference to the song, right? Yeah, because yeah. it's the um it's the one where that was a That was a car, car commercial. Yeah. Yeah. And Anthony Anderson and Jerry O'Connell started a successful shampoo company. And you see the kangaroo jumping around Australia. (laughs) That is the plot to the movie Kangaroo Jack. Why did I tell you that? It's unclear. (laughs) You know the thing is, the problem really with being a do-gooder? What's that? No one cares. I mean, some people care a little bit. The 
twerpy little twerps from the environmental place. They care. But I was a good person for six months. <laughs> That's like five years. And it felt okay, <laughs> but not as good as I thought it would. And what did I get for it? Ah, see, now you're talking about moral dessert. Exactly. <laughs> Wait, I am what? Moral dessert is the concept that if you act with virtue, you deserve a reward. Right. If I'm not going to get rewarded somehow with like a tiara or one of those diagonal word belts. <laughs> Sash. Sure. Then why should I do good things? You know, I had a friend that said whenever she Call was back to the first doing episode. something bad, yeah. she'd hear this, this little voice in her head, distant little voice saying, oh, come on. You know this is wrong. And then when she started doing good things, that voice went away. It was a relief. Your friend sounds like she's one pickle short of a pickle party. <laughs> she, was really the edges, she was also a really good person when she tried. See, I think that little voice was her conscience trying to guide her in the right direction. I gotta go home. What do I owe ya? The real question, Eleanor. What do we owe to each other? What? Did I sell you a drink? <laughs> Am I a bartender? <laughs> Drinks are on me. Good luck. So, I think there's a lot to unpack here. Ow. That's a lot to unpack. That is a lot to unpack. First, I want to ask you a question. Okay. If there was a squeeze-themed bar. Yes. What would its name be? It would probably be called Tempted. I mean, it would have to be, right? <laughs> It would yes. have to be, yeah. Um, yeah. No. And um, I would, um, Roxy Music, if, or the, if they were to have a Roxy Music theme book, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it would either be called Virginia Plain <laughs> or The Thrill of It All. Uh, yeah. Well, oh, they, no, no, Avalon. They, call it Avalon. Av they would call it Avalon. Yeah. yeah, they would. They would. And it would still be like a high class kind of. Like people would all be wearing tuxes and things. Yeah, and um, be and be perfectly coiffed. Yeah, and the drinks would cost more than this. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you think, it's more than this. <laughs> there must be something <laughs> more than this. Yes, that's such that to me is is like a perfect song. Yeah. We were you were talking about um, how you thought "Call Me" was a perfect song. Yeah, <clears throat> I think more than this is a. Is a pretty damn perfect song. I I have a list of like top five perfect singles. I'm those two are there. Oh yeah. Um, I think yeah, it's definitely um, and it changes here here to there, but um, it would definitely be not not call me be hard glass. No, that's yeah, right. Hard, yeah. Um, and it would be more than this, and then um, I would put um, common people by pulp. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's um, just that to me is. It's a damn fine song. It's a damn fine song. Um, and I think all my friends by LCD Sound System would be good on there too. Hmm. And again, this is just like part of it is a lot like my taste, and probably Rebel Rebel by Bowie. Hmm. I just think that riff is just insane. Um, but I'm sure people. And that's just my personal top five. Of course, you can include "That'll Be the Day" by by Holly. Sure. Any Motown single, um, 
at any point. Um, like any, um, like a same old song, I think would be a good one to put in there. But for me personally, cause it's the same mm-hmm. old song. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I had to, with a different meaning since you've been gone, mm-hmm. I was, <laughs> I was also going through my Coen Brothers book, mm-hmm. um, and reading the chapter on Blood Simple, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that song gets mentioned a lot. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't even in the original. That wasn't even the song they used, was it? So there's two versions of Blood Simple. Yeah. Um. I forget what the original song, but they changed the song. Um, never mind. <laughs> anyway, um, so let's unpack some other things. Here. Okay, let's. Um, so, uh, uh, so there was the reference to to what we owe each other. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yeah. Very. Very. Yeah. Wasn't subtle. No, it was not subtle. Um, no, Eleanor still didn't get it, but you know. Well, I mean. In that moment. At that moment. But um It was so, definitely said with purpose. Mm-hmm. Um so it shows that A Michael learned something that she's about to learn something again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um and of course it's Sam alone behind a damn bar. Yes. That was that was and he just he slipped right into the character. Mm-hmm. He was just wiping glasses doing the it's this is why i think it's the time is is right for a cheers reboot Mm -hmm. do you think i mean obviously the 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 bar is called stings desert rose (laughs) yes do you think that a plaid shirt would be part of the uniform a sting themed no like what what would be would be turtlenecks um and tantric sex. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> or we could go Dune with the cod pieces. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I will get him! <laughs> I will kill him! Oh, boy. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Nope. That's, that's, the, that's the theme, all right. No, um, I, for, for Sting, it's always what? It's, it's more, uh, like, overcoats right yeah he wears a lot of overcoats he wears overcoats I, there's a couple ones where he's like albums where he's wearing turtlenecks yeah yeah um it depends what sting we're going with here i mean there are yeah. many stings here there's mm-hmm. apparently now sting and shaggy yeah what is what is that actually that's i actually think that fits i i haven't heard any of it no i and... i listened to some of it Okay. That fits to me. I haven't really listened to Sting since Ten Summoners Tales. Well, um that's fair. Though um Mercury Rising or Mercury Falling mm-hmm. is one you should check out. I think um um there's a couple of songs on there that I think fit your mood. Okay. Your current your current mood. <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, there's a song at the end of it called Lithium Sunset that I enjoy the hell of. Okay. Well, I'll check it out. I didn't like him because, well, I mean, I remember when he got, I don't know if it was him or the police that Gwen Stefani was inducting. Mm-hmm. But I remember her saying that he has this way with lyrics by, with just kind of putting things in a way that you can understand. It's sure. relatable. 
And yeah. especially with that particular album. And I'd like to, and as soon as I go home, I'm going to revisit that album. It's, um, it's very, um, he has a way of putting in kind of just talking about depression in a way that I think is like, yeah, he gets it. Interesting. Okay. Um, Oh, so back to the many faces of Sting. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the Shaggy thing I understood because the police have always been to me a light re- reggae group. Yeah, although he tries to say that he wasn't affecting an accent, that it was that it was his that, that his particular part of London has an accent that sounds that way. But I don't buy that. Well, I mean, sec, he, but yeah, I mean, the first album they're trying to be the Clash. Yeah, and then for albums to um the second two albums two second third albums are being um they're they're leaning more into the reggae vibe yeah um the white reggae and then synchronicity is just a whole that's their yeah yeah that's their breakthrough man it is the uh mm-hmm. piece de resistance mm-hmm. yeah and then what i think happens is he's what i've discovered about sting over the years and it's happened because I got to see them live when they reunited. He's someone who knows how to surround himself with good musicians. I, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think dream of the blue turtles is, mm-hmm. you know, one of the best albums of the eighties. Oh, that's the thing is like, so he wanted to, I think what I, Obviously, he wasn't getting along with Stuart and Andy. Yeah. Stuart and Andy are by far the two better musicians in that band. Oh, well, I, yeah. He's the bass player. Well, <laughs> I clearly remember when I saw them. All I has to do is go, dun, yeah. dun, dun. He's dun. trying to do like a bass solo. Uh huh. Like he's trying to outdo Andy. Oh, boy. And I'm like, dude, don't. Dude. Don't do Like, don't try to outdo Andy. This isn't your no. bass, man. Yeah. You're not flea. No. Oh man, no. No. Yeah, not even close. Um You and, got a wheelhouse, dude. Stay in it. And I enjoyed that concert, but it was very clear to me why they broke up. <laughs> like Oh, it's just egos. Yeah. Yeah. E- absolutely. And Sting has a huge one. Yes. Just ask his just ask his wife. That's true. That's yeah. <laughs> that's true. Um I think we wanted to go in a different direction with jazz mm-hmm. he picked he picked i think winton right yeah winton yeah. marcellus yeah yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. surround himself with good musicians mm-hmm. and wrote a really good i think he wrote really good songs but yeah i think it's because he's surrounded himself with good musicians yeah yeah he's he able to pull that and for my friends who like jazz i guess he got a lot of sing a lot of shit oh yeah <laughs> yeah because he like well you know just only Try to make a jazz album only just because he stole like the good jazz musicians of the time. Yeah, but it was still a pop album. It's not. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um. So that Russian song though. <laughs> yeah. Do you like it? I think it's a little ridiculous. The Russians love their children too. That's true. Well, I hope they do. Otherwise, <laughs> we're all gonna die in a nuclear holocaust. <laughs> I do like Englishman in New York uh, though. That's a good one. Anyway. Yeah. So, but we should um we should open the squeeze bar called Tempted. Tempted. Yep. <laughs> mhm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it writes itself. It does. Oh. 
Is that in on the side of scone? Yep. <laughs> so she's drinking Angie's coffee. Yeah. And uh, I like how this is the one time Facebook memories is being used for good. <laughs> um, so the search results. Uh-huh. Um, there's a few crazy ones. Um, you might want to go back. I'll go back. Um, if that's okay. But Sure. Um, Try to hit the pause at exactly the right time. What does the spaccio mean? Oh, oh, you mean like the auto... The auto things. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, hang on. Can you do... You can't do slow-mo on this. Okay. What, yeah, what does... Uh, what, what does, does this, this Despacito mean? Despacito. Guess, yeah. What does SMDH mean? What does Trump eat? What does SMDH mean? I don't know. I don't know. You could Google it. I'm afraid Okay. And then... Ah, uh, this seems okay. I try to get it. Okay. Oh, There's something it about paused feet. at the same time. Okay, what do we have to do to impeach? Peach. Yes. What do we say to the to the god of death? What do we want change? What, what do we want change? When do we want, want it, it now? now? What do weasels, <laughs> what do weasels eat? eat? And there's one about like foot fungus. Yeah. Okay. Um. Anyway, there's some good ones. What do we owe to each other? And that then the YouTube sidebar asked decade is um utilitarianism in five minutes, beginner's guide to Kant, ethics defined, quick guide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To go, and it is the question I will try to answer over the next three hours. (laughs) We all have a voice in our head. That voice doesn't tell us what to do or not do, but it does warn us when we do things that don't feel good or right. The difference between reasonable. What does it mean to be a reasonable person? I may have a different definition of reasonable. So why do it then? Why choose to be good every day if there is no guaranteed reward we can count on now or in the afterlife? I argue that we choose to be good because of our bonds with other people and our innate desire to treat them with dignity. Simply put, we are not in this alone. Hey, dog bait, didn't you get my message? Let's go. Time is booze. Time is booze. (laughs) Yeah, no thanks. I'm going somewhere else. Qantas. Definitely, definitely Qantas. Good eye. Where you headed? St. John's University. Please. No worries. Hi. Oh, I'm sorry. Office hours are on Tuesday. Oh, I, I'm not a student. Are you Cheedy Anna Kendrick? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. From the long nerdy video about the little voice that tells you to be good. <laughs> From the Kissack Foundation lecture series on the practical applications of ethical theory. Yes. Great. <laughs> Hi. My name is Eleanor Shellstrop. Can we talk? Okay. <laughs> Here we go. All right. All right. 
so there was a lot I wrote down from his speech that he said that just made me smile. Yeah. Said, um, we're good because of our bonds with other people. Um, we're, hmm. we're good to each other because we're not in it alone. And it's because of the connections that we make. Uh, that's good stuff. That's really good stuff. Yeah. So, I think that's what the point of the season has been. Yeah. But. It's an inch. So it's an interesting way to go out. Mm-hmm. I think it's not, it doesn't have the quite the punch that Michael revealing himself with his laugh at the end of season one mm-hmm. had. So, oh, and we can't talk about the end of season three yet. No, nope. I want to compare the ends because I think there's this progression as you watch through. Ah, damn it, we'll have to do it at the time. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I, parting I it, thoughts, sir. I think it's a sweet way to go out, mm-hmm. and um, I think it kind of reiterates what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. That you and I, <laughs> you know, even though you told me that Marie was better than Eddie, or vice versa, we can have our differences of opinion, and but you know, we're still be fork buddies. You know, we're we're good fork buddies. Mm-hmm. We do good things not because I think that. You know, I'm. You're gonna. We're gonna go out for yogurt afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're fork buddies because we do like you know because of the connections that we make. So I that's think that's right. a good way to go out. Yeah, so, yeah. No, it is. I you know, there. It's definitely. It's definitely following the. If we if if I want to put a little bit of a recap on the entire season, mm. and. I think that we should probably do an episode. This is what we should do next week. Okay. I'm going to say this now because the idea just occurred to me and I think it's a good one. Okay. Well, that yeah. we actually go ahead and take season one and season two and kind of like do a side-by-side comparison mm-hmm. because it feels to me and, you know, we can plan to disagree at the time, you know, maybe, I don't know, but just what sets me, what, why I think that's a good idea is because it feels like they were going to grab an audience with the comedy in the first season. Mm -hmm. And in the second season, they got real. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, the characters now, you know, we've shown you that we can do an hysterically funny show, but there's some real shit that we want to talk about. Mm-hmm. And they start, they start getting into it in this season. I think season one, two, they have to lay the groundwork. So that's yeah. why season one focuses more mm-hmm. on, on the your, comedy. On, yeah. Well, not only the comedy, but also on the Kant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. On yes. The yes. Yeah. You see what I did there? It's good continuity. Ah. Uh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. No. To be continued. <laughs> uh, oh. I just I just can't right now. I can't. 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 <laughs> uh but no, I th- I think we should I think we should, you know, plan to to reconvene at some point next week. It'll be in the new digs. Mm-hmm. It'll be a time to 
you know, get a feel for the setup there and to, cause you know, yeah, it'll be, I think, I think we should do this. We'll, we'll reconvene next week. We'll talk about the, the couple of seasons, you know, we should do it on a weekend day and have, you know, have a couple of drinks. Yeah. Yeah. Have some, have some drinks, talk about the good place. Throw back a couple of orange blossoms. Sure. Something like that. Yeah. You know, what's um, not to plug, uh, Zia's beer, mm-hmm. but, um, Zia has that dead wax beer. They have oh, a second yeah. edition with lemon. Oh, is that good? It's really good. Hmm. Haven't yeah. tried it yet. I'm not a big IPA guy. Ah, uh, neither am I. But I like that beer. I'm a, I'm typically a stout man myself. I am a well, I am a stout man, <laughs> and I'm also a stout man. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh, uh, but um, as far as um, again, not to again talk about give people free plugs, but <laughs> Arizona Wilderness makes a um orange beer every year for the MSSI. Oh. Um, yeah, I, I did see you post about yeah, that. Yes, which is um, not getting too much into it. It's a, it's a organization that my family supports, mm-hmm. um, and Chris and I are not IPA, IPA drinkers, but it's like a um, it's like Blue Moon. Okay, I like Blue Moon. Yeah, um, but it's got more tang to it hmm. um doesn't taste like it tastes more like orange juice i haven't had a blue moon in years now that i'm thinking about it like it has more of the fruit flavor it has more of the fruit flavor it, it it's more acidic so okay. it tastes like multi orange juice more than it does um more than it does say you're just you know you're plain half of ice and half yeah um that's sort of like what Zia's the waxes. Okay. It's a, uh, it's Fruit a, of your beer. It's a lemon. It's like lemonade beer. Mm, interesting. It's really good. I'm intrigued. Um, I've been meaning to go to the restaurant to get some because it's, it's which restaurant serving it? Uh, it's an Arizona Wilderness beer. Where is there in Arizona Wilderness? There's one in downtown Phoenix. I've never been. Um, it just opened. Um, but there's. So Arizona Wilderness starring Gilbert. Oh, is that what went in on Roosevelt? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember reading about that. Yeah. Um, or I didn't know that was open already. Mm-hmm. As um, my friend works there at the one downtown. Gotcha. But we always had to go Gilbert, which is a drive, and mm-hmm. if you go there, drink beer. You're there. That's a long drive back. It's a long drive back. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's a long, it's a long way to leave. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. So anyway, uh, that's enough All right. free local things. Yeah. But, uh, cool. I mean, that's a wrap on season two though. I know. It's a wrap episodes, on season man. two. It's a wrap on recording in this place. And the Venera man. Yep. Um, yeah. And when next you hear our voices, they will be recorded in a different location. Yeah. Did I, did I ever tell you what my remember when like a like about twenty five episodes ago <laughs> when we thought that we would close on songs? Yeah, well, when we started back then, yeah, yeah. that's the way we did it. I had I I had planned on I I, I was saving a song for this for this moment, <laughs> and because of the copyright gods, 
mm-hmm. or unable to do it. Yeah, but, well, mostly because of my nervous condition, but yeah. Yeah, I understand. But I just want our listeners to think about, to queue up your 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 Spotify's, mm-hmm. your Apple Music's, mm-hmm. your YouTube's, mm-hmm. and why don't you search for Sparks Tryouts for the Human Race. <laughs> And just imagine right. this is how I want it to go out. Nice. And so, a little Giorgio Moroder and some sparks. Nice. So, all right. That's going to do it, Fork Buddies. All right. Take it sleazy. Ta- <laughs> Take it sleazy. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's I right. beat you to it this time. You did. Because you started to say, keep it sleazy. Doesn't matter. No. <laughs> yeah. It was organic for me. <laughs> all right. Later, guys. All right. This has been a Hoon Waddle production. If you enjoyed this podcast, why not check out one of our other fine podcasts available from hootandwaddle.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any number of podcast apps. If you'd like to support Hoot and Waddle and get access to an exclusive member-only podcast, receive discounts on merch, and more, go to patreon.com forward slash hootandwaddle.